Hey guys, welcome to the Learn Feng Shui podcast, where you'll learn feng shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. So if you're interested in learning feng shui, Chinese astrology, all things Chinese metaphysics, as well as the superstitions and myths that connect it all, you'll enjoy learning feng shui with me. As with November and the upcoming Thanksgiving holiday, let's revisit the kitchen a little bit and talk about feng shui for your kitchen. So when we are looking at our kitchen, some of the things that I'm not really going to talk about and discuss today is leaning more towards a a Western view of feng shui. Not that the uh, Western view or Western style, new age style is not valid, but from my perspective, the most important thing in the kitchen is actually your stove location. So from a classical perspective, one of the most important things is actually the location of your stove, your bed, you know, your work desk, um, and how it is receiving energy. And this is very true for stove position. Your stove relates a lot to your health. And if you're having some health issues, it would definitely be a factor that a feng shui practitioner would go in and look at um, to see if, you know, maybe there's something going on there. And so for that argument's sake, let's look at locations and let's look at maybe some positions that the stove could be in where they're not receiving a good energy. Stove position. So one of the things that we need to look for is a stove on an island. So a stove on an island and a stove um, center of your home. So say your kitchen is in the center of your home and the stove is directly in the center of that. These formations are both known as fire burning the heavenly heart. They can cause long-term health issues. So if you, you know, have a stove on an island in the middle of your kitchen, or if you have a stove that is in the center of your floor plan, I would highly suggest you, you know, getting a crock pot, using instant pot, or even one of those um, induction burners. Uh, Really, these are really big concerns if you have a gas stove, because as we know, it's putting out fire. You know, it's not so much of an issue arguably, I I say, if you have like an induction cooktop or you use those little camping cooktops and you kind of move it off to the different area of the room, you're going to have a lot better um, energy coming into your your, your stovetop, your cooking, infusing that cooking with good energy um, than you would if you just use that stove, particularly if it's real fire or real gas and is burning in the center of your room or your home hear a lot about bathrooms and feng shui and I tend to kind of glaze over them a little bit because I mean everybody has a bathroom everybody's got to go Um, the key is keeping it clean but when you have a stove or a kitchen and you can directly see the toilet it's directly across from your stove then it could be causing some health issues could be some concern so here the key really is to just again keep it clean you can put a ball, a bowl of um, coarse sea salt out on top of the toilet, um, and you can also just keep that door shut. So it could cause issues, but let's keep that door shut. Um, you know, we can't all have the perfect floor plan. We can't all have perfect feng shui, but knowing how we can um, create a better energy in our home, working with what we have, rather than like panicking and thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. You know, it's sometimes it's just as simple as keeping it clean and closing the door. So that's what we'll do if, so again, it's really going to be the directly across from type of issue. So if you turn 
you know, facing away from your stove and you see that there is a bathroom right there, you know, then that's an, an issue. If it's off center from the stove, it's not really as much of an issue, but in any proximity to the kitchen, it still needs to be kept clean. Speaking of stuff across from the stove, um, some people have back doors that lead into their home and you might have a back door or a, even a front door, heck, who knows, that opens directly to your stove. Now, this is considered a negative position for a stove if a door opens directly to it. So remember, it's going to be directly across. So if you just have a door that opens in the kitchen, whatever, it's not affecting it as much, but I would say to use that door a little bit less. Um, remember, with feng shui, the goal is to collect and receive the energy or the chi that is in your space. When we open doors, it brings that energy in, but the space that we open the door from could have a rushing energy to it, specifically if that stove is across from the door. It's like a flood of water going to it. You know, it's just this flood of energy, um, just like we don't want to sleep in the position where we're, our door is opening directly to our bed when we're, you know, when we open it and we see that, you know, we don't want our stove to be directly across from a door because we want that energy to circulate throughout the house and throughout the kitchen and collect in our stove. And we want to be able to use that stove and generate and hold that energy. So it's just a thing of it being too much energy for the space that's supposed to be conductive to health. And it's just too much of a fast rushing energy. So again, if this is your stove, get a little convection burner, get one of those little um, stove top, uh, this little camping stove tops or something, and you should be okay. A little induction burner work. So this is kind of looking again at the position of really kind of the kitchen, but if you have a kitchen that is um, directly underneath a bedroom, you want to make sure that your stove isn't right underneath the bed. So this is really just a matter of, thank God, not moving the stove or anything or not having to move that, but really, I mean, move the bed upstairs. So that could lead to a restless night's sleep as well as some health issues. So again, it's just a matter of like, you know, kind of seeing where in your floor plan, where your stove is and where you're placing your bed. So do be cautious of that if you have a second story and you have a room that is over your kitchen. Just to kind of elaborate on the point I was just making, I'd like to share a story that was shared to the International Feng Shui Guild's Facebook group from a, a Feng Shui practitioner who studied with a Feng Shui master named Professor Lin Yun. So Professor Lin Yun was actually a professor out at Berkeley and he was really responsible for the Feng Shui movement here in the U.S. and kind of the westernization of it in the 1980s. So he kind of brought it to the U.S. And um, so there's a woman in the group who studied very closely with him and she kind of recounted this tale of them having him, a, you know, a dinner to honor him. And in this dinner, they tried to set him at a really good place in the table where he was going to be facing his, one of his best directions, you know, a mansion directions, right? A really favorable, you know, get this favorable energy to him. They thought they were going to honor him this way, but he noticed he kept like getting bumped and moved. And, you know, the servers were trying to go around him and squeeze around him. And it just was an uncomfortable position in the table. And I guess when he was asked about it, he was, he had said that the location needed to be better than the direction. And this is so true with those ground rules of feng shui. So if you have your bed, your stove or your desk in a position that's not really convenient 
and it's violating some of those feng shui rules, we want to make sure that, you know, maybe we're kind of rethink that space and position it in a little bit better position because you'll be receiving a better energy than if you try to like angle your bed or, you know, place your, your desk somewhere weird or, you know, of course we're talking about the stove. So, but it'll really, you'll really be receiving a better energy if you follow those feng shui form rules and um, kind of put the formulas off to when you learn a little bit more about feng shui. This really is the beginning of the holiday season for us here in the United States. So I'll be taking, of course, next next week we'll be off and um, I'll come back on December, that first Friday of December for our energy update. And then, oh my gosh, guys, after that, it is a stone's throw to the new year and then to the Chinese New Year year of the water rabbit. So I'll be getting ready for all our January content, getting looking for the new year, you know, best sectors, worst sectors, um, you know, animal signs, all that good stuff. So stay tuned and you guys have an amazing holiday and I'll catch you very soon. For a free energy mapping of your floor plan, please check the link in the show notes. To support today's podcast, go to learnfengshui.com, sign up for emails, leave a review and share with your family and friends.